from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves there's more than one way to make history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're taking a closer look at the cheesy B-movie that taught the world the simple pleasure of enjoying something ironically. The day was July 22nd, 1959. Ed Wood's campy cult classic, Plan 9 from Outer Space, premiered in theaters. Widely considered the worst movie ever made, this mashup of science fiction and horror was produced independently on a nearly non-existent budget and features some of the shoddiest special effects and dialogue to ever grace the silver screen. The man behind the movie was American filmmaker and pulp novelist Ed Wood, who produced, wrote, directed, and edited the film all on his own. His passion for Plan 9, which he once described as his pride and joy, is one of the main reasons why many fans find the flawed film so endearing, even all these decades later. The movie's storyline, such as it is, follows a group of alien invaders who attempt to conquer Earth by enacting the titular Plan 9. The details of the first eight plans are never revealed, but Plan 9 involves resurrecting the corpses of recently deceased humans in Southern California. One of the more interesting aspects of the movie is the alien's motivation. 
Guided by their knowledge of the future, they seek to prevent humanity from creating a doomsday weapon that would one day threaten the entire universe. Their hope is that the chaos caused by the Walking Dead will make the people of Earth more receptive to their warning. If not, then their zombie army can simply wipe out humanity before it has a chance to build the weapon. It's unclear why the aliens think that is their best way forward, and it really makes you wonder what's in those other eight plans. The film's outlandish plot was referenced even more directly by its original title, Grave Robbers from Outer Space. However, Ed Wood was forced to change the title in order to secure the movie's funding. That's because, in a bizarre twist, most of the budget, which was a mere $60,000, was provided by the Baptist Church of Beverly Hills. It was part of a misguided effort to break into the movie business. One of the church's leaders, J. Edward Reynolds, had his heart set on making a big-budget movie about the life of Billy Sunday, a professional baseball player who left the game to become a traveling evangelist. Reynolds happened to be the landlord of Ed Wood, and one day, he told his director tenant all about his own Hollywood dream. Reynolds had a problem, though. His church didn't have enough money to cover the production costs of the quality film he envisioned. Sensing an opportunity, Ed Wood offered a solution. If Reynolds and his church put up the money for his latest low-budget genre film, one of several the director had made by that point, then the church could keep the profits to finance their biopic. Reynolds agreed, but only on a few conditions. First, he and the church insisted on the right to veto any subject matter they considered immoral or blasphemous. That stipulation ultimately led to the movie's title change, as the church deemed grave robbery to be sacrilegious. Wood obliged, However, the offending phrase and concept were still used in the final film. The church's other requirement was that Wood and his crew get baptized, which they did, at a swimming pool in Beverly Hills. In the end, there was very little profit to speak of from Plan 9, and the church's Billy Sunday movie never happened. One of Plan 9's greatest claims to fame is that it features the final on-screen performance of Bela Lugosi, the Hungarian actor and horror icon best known for his role as Count Dracula in the 1931 film. Ed Wood was a lifelong fan of Lugosi's work and became a close friend of the actor during the later years of his life, well after the studios had written off the aging star. Wood helped his friend stage a comeback by casting him in several offbeat films, including other cult classics like Glen or Glenda in 1953 and Bride of the Monster in 1955. Lugosi's screen time in Plan 9 amounts to just a few minutes and consists of scenes that were reportedly shot for a different, unproduced film called Tomb of the Vampire. The actor passed away in August of 1956 before filming could be completed, but Ed Wood was nothing if not resourceful. He took the brief scenes he'd already shot with Lugosi in his old Dracula costume and incorporated them into what eventually became Plan 9. That means, if you're keeping track, the movie not only features aliens and zombies, but vampires as well. A real triple threat. Although Plan 9 from Outer Space wouldn't hit theaters until 1959, production actually began shortly after Lugosi's death, three years earlier. 
There were still several scenes left to shoot that featured Lugosi's character, so Wood had to recruit a stand-in to finish filming. Instead of hiring a trained actor, though, Wood went a much cheaper and stranger route by casting his wife's chiropractor, Tom Mason. Mason wasn't a perfect match for Lugosi. In fact, he was quite a bit taller and looked nothing like him. But Wood got around those problems by having Mason hunch over and hide most of his face behind a cape. Wood's other casting choices raised concerns as well. One of the film's stars, Malia Nurmi, was known for her TV role as Vampira, the alluring, undead host of a weekly horror movie showcase on a local channel in LA. Wood asked Nurmi to play a similar role in Plan 9, but once she saw the script, she reportedly hated the dialogue so much that she refused to speak a word of it. Normally, that might mean a rewrite was in order, but since this was an Ed Wood production, they just gave her lines to a different character and let her stay completely silent for the whole runtime. It was a baffling choice, especially since it meant giving most of the dialogue to Tor Johnson, a Swedish professional wrestler whose broken English and heavy accent made him nearly impossible to understand. It wasn't just the casting, though. A general air of clumsiness pervades the entire picture. From the noticeably cheap sets with their plywood tombstones and toy UFOs hung from string, to the awkward inclusion of stock footage from the Korean War to depict a battle scene set in California. And then there's the movie's script, full of rambling, incoherent exposition and harebrained lines like, future events such as these will affect you in the future, and all you of Earth are idiots. It's no surprise then that Plan 9 from Outer Space didn't make much of a splash when it premiered in 1959. It was universally derided by the few critics who bothered to see it, and it made barely any money at the box office. Less than two years after its brief theatrical run, the film was sold to television and began airing on the same kind of late-night movie shows as the one hosted by Vampyra. Of course, many fans would argue that the movie's overt flaws are exactly what make it so entertaining. After all, it's not a bad movie in the sense that it's boring. In fact, it's brimming with wild ideas and oddball characters. The cast and crew may have lacked talent, but they put so much passion and personality into the movie that it wound up being fun to watch anyway. In that sense, Ed Wood could be described as the father of So Bad It's Good Cinema the kind of movies that are celebrated for their shortcomings. Sadly, the director didn't live to see that celebration. His filmography remained relatively obscure and unknown up to the time of his death in 1978. It wasn't until two years later in 1980 that film critics Michael and Harry Medved gave the movie a second life by declaring it the worst movie ever made. From then on, Plan 9 has been embraced by film fans around the world, hailed as the true work of anti-genius that it is. The movie's enduring charm does make you wonder if it really deserves the ignoble title that made it famous. Because if a bad movie can be just as entertaining as a good one, then maybe it's not so bad after all. The only way to know for certain is to see it for yourself. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. 
You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.